I think when you're pursuing a long-term relationship with someone, there's certain things that have to be there first in your head and in your mind, in your heart, sorry. Um, and that is regardless of race. Uh, it's like Bethany said, it'll be difficult, you know, if you lived on the same street growing up, but your families did things differently, you'll have issues. Sure. Um, so you have to, you must ask yourself, do I want to spend my life with this person? Period. Yeah. Is God at the center? Is this something he's leading me towards? Um, and then everything else then I think flows out of that. But the important things, like the core things, have nothing to do with race, but race will have an influence down the line. Sure. Uh, Welcome back to the Gospel Coalition Africa podcast, Black Newborn, still your host. Um, and we in this lovely couple's home. People invite me to their homes, guys. Um, I don't know why you'd let a guy like me into your house, but clearly they, they're trusting um, and we're here. So today we're just going to get to know them better, get to know their story better. Um, and you've probably seen, obviously, from the title of this podcast, we're speaking about interracial relationships. Um, and ta-da! <laughs> There's our interracial couple. Um, anyway, enough about me, man. Uh, can you guys tell us a bit about yourself, um, who you are, what you do for a living? Okay. So I'm Bethany, and I am a teacher by profession. Uh, my name's Kuliso. I'm a doctor by profession. Hey, see, his black parents would be proud right now. Yeah, teachers yeah, and yeah, doctors yeah. like. During the and then I come. What do you do? I do podcasts. <laughs> and then <laughs> that's it. That's cool, man. Um, and and how did you how did you guys meet Jesus? Um, where did you meet him? How did you meet him? Um, so I was in a very churched family. So my dad was a minister. Um, we were grew up Christian. My parents were obviously Christians and that was our life really. And then I think as a teenager, it became real to me and the truths became real to me. And that's what sort of, there's no exact moment where there was like a light bulb, yeah, yeah, yeah. but it was a <clears throat> slow, gradual process of cool. submitting my life to the Lord and realizing the truths of my childhood were real. Sure. Yeah. That's cool. Mm. And for you, Doc? Um, not quite the same. <laughs> uh, so I, I grew up in a Christian family, um, credit to my parents, but uh, I think when I went to varsity, uh, life changed quite a bit and I, you know, got involved in things that I shouldn't have been. So I don't know. I, I grew up knowing Jesus, but I don't think I had a personal relationship with yeah. him until probably the end of second year, which was 2012. Mm. Uh, Beth and I were friends <clears throat> and we did some church work together. And I think for the first time, um, Jesus became real to me as opposed yeah. to just like an idea. Sure. Yeah. That's cool, man. Um, so from pursuing to be becoming a doctor to meeting the greatest physician <laughs> of all time, being a teacher, yeah. meeting the greatest teacher of oh, all wow. time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I have to kind of put these plugs in. Makes the thing interesting. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like people see see that I do my work. And nah, do your hustle, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Don't let us hold you back. That's dope, man. Um, from meeting Jesus, how did you guys meet each other? Um, I'm assuming you knew each other before the church work you did together. Bethany likes telling that story. No, uh. no. I think you're a lot more like detail. Like I get, I get lost. You get happy. You <laughs> just like <laughs> I have it now. <laughs> like, I get lost in the chaos. I think you're better at the detail. Mm, okay, so you'll jump in. Um, so twenty. 11 okay so we we 
people who know the church know that there's a camp called Crossword. Yeah. It's the youth teen camp. Um, and I think we went as campers throughout our high school life. After that, we started going as leaders. Um, and I think that's where our paths crossed, but quite loosely. Sure. But with time, we worked together. Um, so Bethany will never, she'll never say that this is the truth. But anyways, um, <laughs> when I met her for the first time, <laughs> I knew that there was something special about her. But like I mentioned before, I was in a very strange season of my life. Yeah. yeah. So I wasn't ready. I didn't have that thing, you know, that Christian thing yeah, to yeah. like pursue a woman, yeah, do the right stuff, take her to spur. I didn't have that. <laughs> take her to That's spur. That's the thing. It's a Christian thing. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so we're friends for a long time. Um, yeah. I think I knew where I stood with her, but I just wasn't ready. Sure. Um, and after some time, about four years, we eventually started dating mm. under interesting circumstances. Were well, you guys like solid friends for yeah, four years? Yeah, yeah. So or were you just like casual friends? <laughs> yeah, so we quickly saw dated. I'm, I'm going to be honest, you dated a couple of girls during that time. Oh, so, like dark. <laughs> Don't say a couple. Maybe one. No, something. it was oh, like a dark. couple <laughs> that he was <laughs> yeah. involved with a couple of girls. Anyway, and then I think I liked him from the day I met him. So it yeah. was a friendship, but it, um, yeah, it it did evolve yeah, over yeah. time mm. and mature, <laughs> matured somewhat. Sure. Yeah. So if I can mention, I think that friendship grew my faith a lot. Um, and I think that's why I knew I wanted it long term. Yeah, yeah. So it was always, it was almost like the, the sounding board or the the constant. So there was all this mess outside sure. in the world that I was in. Um, sure. But there was always Bethany and... You know, she was quite solid. She's human, so imperfect. She was, she was always solid. And I think Perfectly she always, solid. Yeah. Um, and I think the relationship always pointed me towards the Lord in very small ways. I mean, it wasn't sure. a super spiritual thing. Sure. Um, so, yeah, that was that was a really special thing to figure out when I eventually figured it out. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I have to ask. She brought it up. Um, but since we're obviously talking about interracial relationships, where those other couple girls, right? Or... <laughs> Uh, <laughs> yeah, <it's getting> <laughs> Let's just, you know South Africa is a rainbow nation, right? Yeah, yeah, sure. They fell within the rainbow at different uh, shades of the rainbow. We see you. Yeah. We see yeah. you. Yeah, so Kulisa definitely has an affiliation for... No, I feel like... Yeah. God has graced you, my God, friend. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's cool. No. <laughs> Had you ever dated any anyone outside your, your race before? Um, no. So uh, if I'm completely honest with you, Kuliso was my first boyfriend. Yeah. In so, life. In life. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So that, that was, it was quite an interesting dynamic because yeah, he yeah. obviously had a very different past to yeah. me. And um, yeah, so I was single until I met Kuliso wow. by choice. You married the DJ. He's a DJ, by the way. He doesn't <laughs> DJ say. DJ slash doctor. No, 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 no. We don't know if you're playing on people's organs. <laughs> hey, there and you're doing hey, surgeon, people surgery. People need to know that now. <laughs> no. Sure. No, that's cool, man. Um, and, and what attracted you guys to each other? So, um, it was quite crazy because the first day I met Kuri, so they were just sort of sparks that flew. Mm-hmm. So when we had a conversation, it was. The weirdest conversation. I think we were chatting about Jersey Shore or something. If you guys don't yes. know about Jersey Shore, that was one of the most awesome shows on MTV. <laughs> yeah, like in twenty ten. I don't think so, but <laughs> like, okay. I, I think it's the I think I really it's agree. from it's from my previous life. <laughs> I really agree with you, there, Black. Before Christ. So, 
He had been up till 3 or 4 a.m. that morning watching Jersey Watch Shore. Watching Jersey Shore. Yeah. So I was being filled in with the details. Like I'd never heard of the show in my life. Sure. And he was filling me with the details. And it was just, there were like sparks flying. And it was just very organic and very natural. Yeah. And I hadn't had that with a guy before. So I was very critical of men in my previous life. And <laughs> <laughs> very, very hard, I think, on men. And just wasn't, I hadn't been attracted to a guy before. Yeah. Which was also weird because I was also stressing about that. <laughs> You were like, what's wrong what's with me? What's wrong with me? <laughs> and then Gulisa just kind of, we just, ha- yeah, we had that chemistry. Um, yeah. And he had a really fantastic sense of humor. And I think I got it. And it was, it, yeah, it just flowed. So that was what attracted me to him. That's cool. And for yeah. you, Doc? Uh, hey, man, it's a lot of things. <laughs> so I think like what Bethany mentioned before, like I've, I'd, I'd seen the world for yeah. want of a better description. Um, and I think I knew I knew what was out there, um, and I knew what I wanted. Mm. So <clears throat> I recall a, a scenario with my younger sister, where I'd just been done wrong by a girl, mm. and I said, "I'm done. Like I I don't want women anymore. Yeah. I don't want that life." Um, but I remember saying to her because my sister knew Bethany. I said, "There's only one girl that I would consider spending my life with if I was to do such a thing, Sheesh. and that girl is Bethany." But I didn't say that prophetically maybe it, it ended up being so yes. but i honestly had no intention or idea i was You're just praying like, bro she's I was, I was praying there was a prayer deep deep <laughs> down inside that if it was very um and i think that was just because of i think the whole package yeah. so i mean she's an attractive girl um but i think her character stood out for me i'd never really encountered something like that sure um and funny enough so you know the south african um type of narrative you know is it because she was white or whatever and yeah yeah Trying it's to get weird. back to land, bro. Yeah, I mean, that that's there. <laughs> get my land. Yeah. But I think it's weird because I didn't... Funny enough, we have probably more in common than I've had with a black girl that I've dated. Yeah. Um, And I think, yeah, it, it's just beyond, you know, what you see, the sure. superficial. And that's actually what drew me. And I think later down the line, when you get to know each other, you realize, okay, there's racial nuances. Mm. You do things differently. Um, But that actually wasn't... Wasn't a, it wasn't a factor for or against yeah, sure. at the beginning. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think it was straight for the character. Um, I think beautiful comes in all packages. Yeah, yeah. Mine just happened to be white. <laughs> yeah, that's dope, man. Yeah. Um, in fact, I want to just double tap on that, bro. Um, I mean, it's probably it's pro- it probably makes for like hilarious comedy. Like, what are some of the differences where you just like... You're not making my pop right, woman. Like, <laughs> I have to. So, <laughs> what are some of those things where you're like, it's not, yeah, I have to. I have to jump in. Uh, so, this. Christmas is not far <laughs> in the past. Yes. So that always sticks out to me. So there's this thing. Apologies to all my white friends and family and yes. Christian brothers out there. There's there's a I call it a Western cultural um, cuisine. Hey, gammon. Called no gammon. I'm down for because gammon's oh. kind of like bacon. Mince pie. So the first time I was introduced <laughs> to this thing, I was really hungry. And I was told... But, yeah, that wasn't Hello? our family. Like, can we not involve us? That was no. another white person. Yeah. Carry on. So I was introduced to this by someone outside you, of Bethany's family. But they reinforced it. So anyways, I was hungry. They told me, yeah, man, there's a mince pie. I was like, ah, oh, dope. I'm hungry. You know, some beef. Then yeah. they gave me this thing with jam inside. A pastry yeah, yeah. with, like, <laughs> thick chunks of jam. I was like, what the hell? <laughs> so I, I told Bethany's family, confiding, like, look, I've been done wrong. Like, yeah, let yeah. this never happen again. Yeah. Every Christmas without fail <laughs> is going to be mince pie. Mince pie, pie bro. That, that's my... That's my uh, mince for you is salt, bro. 
minces meat. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. Anyways. <laughs> like super traumatic. We love uh, them anyways. For you, Beth? Um, so it's probably also a bit of a food one, food related one. Um but more with Kulisa's extended family. Yeah. So Okay, I've refused to cook pop. Like, I've, I don't cook pop. I, I, I cook pop. I know. that. We can't cook pop. I, it's not that I can't. I just don't want to try. I think it's a. it'll happen maybe organically, but it's yeah, yeah. It's like I'm not going to fail at something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, like yeah, I fail at enough things in my life. I'm not yeah. going to fail at something else. So I've just put a boundary in place and I'm like, I'm not going to cook uh, pop. That's good. But um, obviously when we go to funerals and weddings, there's tends to be interesting cuisine. So yeah. traditional weddings, traditional funerals. And I have to steer clear, like clear from those dishes because <laughs> there will always be a gogo or an auntie yeah. who's like, you have to try this. Yeah, and then yeah, they sure. like dish for you. <laughs> and you're sitting with this thing and you like, I don't know what this is. And you don't want to be rude and you can't like give a half. That's the rudest thing you could ever yeah, do. Yeah, no, exactly. Food. So that's exactly it. Yeah. And obviously now with the pregnancy and stuff, like nausea levels Ooh. and whatever being heightened. So... <laughs> just like you're, you, you literally are like you just keep yourself as small as possible, yeah, yeah, yeah. which is not yeah. possible when you're white. But it, it that is definitely <laughs> yeah, sure. something I've struggled, <laughs> really struggled with the just the navigating those yeah, sort of yeah. dynamics. Yeah, you know? I'm, tr- I'm thinking now, like in the hood, when you when you like don't want to eat somebody's food, like mm. they'll be like, "Oh, you're trying to make yourself white. Like That's you're trying to thing. behave like you're white." Yeah. I wonder what they say to you because yeah. you are. You are. <laughs> <laughs> I think they yeah. love to see me like fail because they know I'm gonna just be yeah. off. So uh, it's, it's like brilliant. That's so. crazy. Yeah. And, and when you guys started dating, did you get like any challenges from, mm. from people around you? Uh, just before we get into family stuff, but just like mm. friends. You're going back to, were you still in varsity when you started I was still dating? in varsity when you started So dating, you're going yeah. back and now you have to tell your boys, yo, I'm dating a white girl. Yeah. And now yeah. you've never dated and yeah. you bring this chocolate guy <laughs> to the squad. Like, yeah. what is going on? So what are some of the things that you guys got? Um. So for me, I think I just have very, very white friends if i can say that so white girlfriends so very english girlfriends so (laughs) for a lot of them it was just like okay this is interesting this is different i don't think there was judgment per se but just a lot of like wow this is new or this is different um so that was quite interesting and then i think um it's just the subtleties, man. Like you're trying to explain something and you can just see like you've lost someone completely. Because <laughs> sure. you're trying to explain a cultural nuance or something that we do, whatever, and you yeah. can just see it's lost. Yeah, like yeah, it's gone. Like, so why yeah. are you even doing this? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And you get to the point where you're like, okay, this is... Why would you suffer through many funerals and weddings? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sure. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So I think that was my challenge. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what your experience was. So I think twofold. The one I think is people we don't know. So mm. I mean, we stay in this house is in Pretoria, by the way. Yeah. Shout out to all my PT PTA. Um, so we we go. <laughs> so we got a lot, um, or at least we did before we were pregnant. And I think it's it's South Africa, and people know the history of South Africa, particularly Pretoria, yeah. particularly Centurion. Sure. Um, so people give us looks. Uh, I remember a time we we're at a mall in Pretoria North, and. <clears throat> there were guys, black guys, that were speaking to Bethany in Vanak, mm. trying to get my attention. And uh, so I, I'm not the guy I used to be. Um, but I was, <laughs> I mean, I wanted to fight because I'm like, yeah, this is so sure. disrespectful. Yeah. And you know what people are trying to do, you yeah. know, trying to make her uncomfortable and stuff like that. 
So I think there's there's been that in a number Jeez. of ways. Um, white guys towards me, black girls towards Bethany. Yeah, yeah. Um, but that I think that we've learned to kind of rub that off. And how, like, how do you guys deal with it? So people come to you <laughs> and say stuff. Obviously, you're trying to restrain yourself not to punch somebody in the face. Mm. So what's the alternative? What do you do to be, to get through it? I don't. Like I've got to be honest with you. I think for me, I haven't perfected my reactions. Yeah. So. I think I withdraw because I get angry and I get, I sh- I'm still shocked. I'm still shocked that we're there yeah. as a country. And so, I think even in our generation that we're still there, yeah. um, I'm still shocked at the perceptions and the narratives that are being spread and whatever mm. the case is. And I'm, it, it really, like it's senseless to me, but there's obviously history behind it and you've got to understand that. Yeah. Um, so I don't, my reactions are not great i tend to (laughs) i tend to either throw my toys out the cot or just completely withdraw and i think it's now that we've matured in our marriage we actually now and we have we're having a child in the Mm. next four months we actually need to model a gracious mentality and a gracious reaction so i think that's definitely something that we need to pray for as a couple and just that our hearts would be softened yeah because it's definitely a struggle um so yeah that is something that i really struggle with just Mm. my reactions to things yeah i think it also challenged our personal our couple narrative yeah so i think the temptation is to go back to where you're comfortable. I am a black South African, you are a white South African. Like when the chips are down, sure. you you go back to those safe spaces. Sure. And I think we had to create our own space, our own dynamic, our own narrative mm. and address the world with that. Um, and it's also not maybe what it may just seem at face value. So we're not just an interracial couple, we're a Christian interracial couple. Yep. So what does that... It actually complicate things. Yeah, yeah. So what does <laughs> sure. that mean to... Sure. I mean, we're not out here trying to fight all the battles. Like Bethany says, we need to show grace. So that was hard, and it is hard. Yeah. I think for me, like, I just stare. So when people stare, like, I stare back <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. until it's uncomfortable. But I mean, that that, that needs to change. <laughs> yeah. um, but I think with strangers, it's one thing. I think my where I really struggled was with my mates. And not because they're anti-white, but when we're dating seriously, was around the time of Rhodes Must Fall. Um, oh, and yeah. that's where I think a lot of young South, black South Africans were asking questions of identity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So in that period, then Sheesh. you come in and you're like, hey guys, I'm dating a white girl hey. and I want to marry her. Yeah. Um, so I think it, it, it made me sharpen what I'm about in my narrative um, and my identity. Mm. Um, and I think a lot of, there's a number of narratives of why people date interracially. Uh, and I think I had to realize that, you know, the intentions are pure first. Mm-hmm. Um, and all the things that come with it are just the product of sure. you know, our country's history. But that, that was tough because, you know, you, you're in a meeting with people who, you know, are saying white people are this and that. Yeah, yeah. And it's not, it's and not you that. You love one. Yeah, I'm like, I love, <laughs> and it's not, I don't love her whiteness because the whiteness was, you yeah. know, oppressive to me. Yeah. Um, but I love the person and she happens sure. to be white, but I can't hate I can't hate the whiteness and hate her together. Yeah, yeah, sure. So being able to separate, that's, be, that's been it's tough. It's God's image in her, that's, yeah. Exactly, sure. exactly, yeah. So being able to see that's been tough, but yeah, a that's cool heavy, part man. of the journey, yeah. For those who don't know, Rhodes Must Fall was uh, the student protest that happened 2015, 16? 2015, yeah. Yeah, um, so you can Google that and find out more about that. Um, and, and how did your families then take all of this? Um... My parents were very excited for Lebola. <laughs> <laughs> Which didn't happen, Which by didn't the way. Which didn't happen. Yeah. 
is um, it? No. So my mom was already counting her cows. Yeah, my dad yeah, yeah, wanted yeah. a Mercedes Benz. Nice. None of it happened. And he's and a doctor. And he's a doctor. That, that's why I married a white girl. Yeah. <laughs> he had a plan. He had a strat. Strat. <laughs> Guys, I want a strategy. Here it is. Um, oh, no, but my family, I think they were so excited. Yeah. Just to give you a bit of context, my brother actually was at school with Kuliso, my oldest brother. And when Kuliso was in sort of grade 11 matric, I think, James came home. He had mm-hmm. started grade nine at that point, And he came home and said, Bethany, I found the man you're going to marry one day. Wow. And I was like. Well, James think, is a prophet. Yeah, oh, he's a prophet. He was prophesying. And <laughs> I was probably 17, 18 at the time at the moment. I was just like, oh, that's so funny. Anti-men, whatever, whatever. Yeah. But I think Kuliso walked into our family already having that kind of respect because yeah, of my yeah. brother's interaction with him. Yeah. Um, my parents knew his family or mm. parents. So it was quite a nice um, organic process. That's cool. Um, and I think they were very excited. <laughs> my family's quite, I don't know, like maybe a bit rebellious in sort of certain ways, very liberal. Yeah, and yeah. I think they were quite excited that I was involved with They're very Christian. black guy. They're very Christian. Yes. yes. In, a, in a very, <laughs> yes. But very, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. We love anyone who's made in yes. God's image. Yes, oh. yes. That's dope. And for you, bro? Mm, yeah, no, I think same thing. Um, our families, like Bethany said, know each other. Um, Bethany was mentoring my younger sister at church. My older sister taught Bethany's younger sister Sunday school. So our families were quite intertwined. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I think because of the length of our friendship, when I say we were dating for a long time, it was a long time. So when I fi- when I eventually told my mom, she's like, "Guy, like it's about time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just marry the girl, please. Like you know. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So that was cool. I think extended family was where things were. Challenging not because of her, but because of what she looks like. Yeah. Um. So you bring a white person into our space, you know, so soon after South Africa's had such a mm, difficult mm, history. Mm. Um. So I, I could see people dealing, but yeah. because of who she is, I think people wanted to get to know her. Yeah. But you can see that that's a wall. So like you at a family event and there's like you know there's a white person here, right? Jeez. And she's in the kitchen washing yeah, dishes. Yeah, yeah. What do we do with that? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah those are some of the nuances. Let's speak English. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Jeez, man, that's pretty pretty cool, man. And, and how how's how things now with? I mean, you guys, how long have you been married for now? It's three years. Now. Yeah. Three years, and mm. you have a barber coming. Yeah. We've um, made it. Yeah. <laughs> you Such win, a lie. You're winning in life. Such a lie. <laughs> that's the lie married people tell anyone yeah. who's not married. Yeah. Uh, meanwhile, <laughs> such a lie. We sing flames. <laughs> yeah. No, so, no. I yeah. I think it's. Because we've had time to grow, and not us. I think our situation has had time to grow, so things become more organic. Yeah. Um. But I won't pretend that you know some difficulties are still there. Mm. So, you know, it, it's. So I'll give an example. My mom's Tswana. She was raised Tswana. She thinks in Tswana. Yeah. So if we had a family gathering, just you know, the close family, like I can see, she's aware of Bethany, so she'll have to think or rethink in English yeah, and explain yeah, sure. things in English. Sure. And that's, it takes effort. Um, and she loves it and she loves her, but those things will always exist. That's sure. just that's just how it is. But I think the heart, from most parts of our family, I think the heart yeah. is there. Yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, I mean, it's, it's South Africa, right? So, yeah, yeah. I think, I think there are always going to be challenges and it's crazy because like, we think that you settle at some point yeah. and you don't. I think yeah, there's yeah. always going to be a way I think particularly in marriage, Satan is always going to target marriages. You know that. And particularly interracial marriage, he's going to just go haywire with. Mm. So I think 
it's funny because you'd say three years ago there were probably way more challenges but I've actually found the longer we've been married and the more things have had to normalize mm. there are things that crop up and mm. there are things that uh, don't normalize and sure. there are things that you've got to deal with and say well this is the way it's going to be yeah. for the next 20 25 30 years yeah. um we're then going to bring kids into this yeah, mess yeah. Uh, and so it's i've actually found that it's i think we're more settled in who we are as individuals and our sure. in identity i think definitely we've worked on that as individuals but i think it's definitely going to complicate as time goes by i don't yeah, think it's sure. ever going to be easy sure um sure. yeah like any marriage or any relationship or any family yeah yeah, yeah yeah sure i mean that's sobering um but even with that there's still some joys yes mm. yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah absolutely and what are some of those joys you guys have experienced i mean how long have you been together overall including your oh. dating engagement being married from the end of 2014 so, so six years yeah. before that oh, it's so we've been we five years. also as friends yo so it's almost 10 years now yeah. that we've been friends yeah, yeah. so from 2010 mm. yeah 2010 2011 so i think yeah. the obvious joy is having a true friend yeah and it's weird because like like I like to consider myself like a tough black guy. <laughs> no, I've got tattoos. Um, <laughs> but like my best friend's you, like a blonde you, white you girl. Gym. A gym. And, yeah. But yeah, my best friend's like a, a white girl. And, like, <laughs> and a very white girl. Like a very <laughs> white girl. Yeah. And like she watches movies from the 50s. Like like if there could be any white girl, it's like. Like yeah, yeah. Street cred. Gone. Gone. Train, man. Gone. But Jeez. yeah, I think having having a best friend a true one yeah um i don't have to be anything to win a friendship and i think also you know and this is difficult to say but i think a lot of a lot of black south africans we have identity issues relative to white people yeah um and i think part of the beauty of our friendship has been able to work through those things sure um and realize that you know your values in christ it's, yep. it's not in who you affiliate with and that was that was a real thing like Earlier in my day, that was a real. I went to schools with white kids, yeah. and you feel you feel subpar sometimes. Sure. Feel like you have to perform to you know be yeah, accepted yeah. at a certain yeah. level. So to have that in a friend and to be able to work through that honestly with someone, that's been awesome. That I think for me, that's one of the big joys. That's dope, man. Yeah, it's it's one thing I always tell people like defining yourself by what you're not. You know what I mean? Mm. So like, mm. if all white people would vanish from the planet or the, uh, from the earth, rather. Um, then I don't have anything to define myself with anyway. Mm, you know what I mean? Mm, I'm like, mm. that's not existence. That's, yeah, that's not life. Exactly. Define yourself by what you are, what God made you, and especially if you're in Christ, yeah. uh, define yourself by him and not, you know, I'm black because I'm not white. Yeah. Um, <laughs> just because I'm not that, you know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, sure. <laughs> for you, for you, Beth, some joys? Um, so for me, the biggest joy in the last years, uh, yeah, sort of years, been family, so extended family. So our immediate families have been incredible incredible yeah. but our extended families have always been a bit more challenging and I think just the relationships that have built in the last year it's just mm. been phenomenal I can only say it's the Lord honestly sure. from Kuliso's side with me and from my family with Kuliso um, it's just been incredible like aunts cousins just there's mm. a I think there's a unity that's built yeah um, my extended family loves Kuliso which is <laughs> awesome so I just really really love Kuliso and have just embraced him like yeah. you cannot believe and you can't really like some of the comments that have been made in the past and things like that you actually can't fathom that that is that was what was said sure. 
Sure. So it's just a complete turnaround in that sense. Um, and I think I'm just feeling more and more comfortable in Kuliso's extended family, which is a massive thing because mm. yeah. African families are massive. Yeah, <laughs> They're yeah. huge. Yeah. My family's big, black. <laughs> I know, bro. Because you, you're in Venda. I'm, I'm Venda and Swana. <laughs> yeah. So, oh. so there's there's a whole crowd oh. of people in Venda yeah. that uh. Bethany's still yet to meet. Yeah. I can't yeah. wait. So it's hectic. <laughs> so, so just trying to keep track of names and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, and Vendor names are hard to pronounce. Yeah. yeah. Challenging. Yeah, it's challenging. That's deep. But it's it's now I think we're going beyond the sort of group to more personal relationships, mm. yeah. which is a beautiful thing. Yeah. I think that's where the boundaries are going to be broken down yeah. and true growth can actually happen. So yeah, it's dope, man. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely a lot to be praying for, definitely. to be excited about, um, and, and just from the uniqueness of your relationship, um, what have you learned about God? What has your relationship taught you about? about god mm, so for me it has nothing to do with race yeah um sure it's yeah i think you know all the <laughs> the all the circumstances that god loves us despite yeah mm-hmm. as in you know our sin our yeah. rebellion i think being living with someone and committing to them and loving them and having being called to do the same is yeah. not easy um, I think you think you're a nice guy until you're married. I think you'd <laughs> be able to uh, agree with that. Yeah. So yeah, I think for me that's it's shown me so such a beauty about God's character. He's so patient. Sure. So I I used to consider myself patient, and I'm like actually I'm not. Um, you're and having I'm a kid, thinking, bro. So. I'm having. Hey man, don't even remind me. <laughs> and that's that's with one human. Yeah. Um, and God's patient with the whole human race. Yeah. So that's. Yeah, that's that's been that's been amazing to see God's character in that sense, and I think He's His faithfulness and His grace. So there's a number of situations I always say to Bethany that we should have fall, sorry, we should have fallen victim to. Yeah, yeah. Whether it's in the streets, there was a time we were traveling from Cape Town to Joburg. We stopped in Bloom at a B&B. We booked online. <sighs> um, Bethany booked in her voice. Didn't say the surnames. <sighs> When we got there, they confirmed the surname was an African surname, and they cancelled our booking. So that was quite a benign thing, yeah. but like we could have been shot on site. Like for, for those who don't know, that's why I'm I'm giggling. Like Bloom is like the the older brother of Pretoria. Yeah, the, yeah. the hardcore older the brother. Hardcore <laughs> older brother. So I'm just like, oh, they so yeah, cancelled it. They cancelled it. Yeah, at Hoppers with Hoppers five six <clears> at night. Eh? Mm, so we had no place to stay. And they didn't see that you went. So I got out the car. But I think it was too late by that point because yeah. Kulisa was I mean, obviously the, in the car. I mean, also like you married a black guy. Yeah, yeah sell out. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. so I mean, we could. And he was a great. I mean, he was an aggressive, aggressive man as well. Oh, so geez. I think it was. Yeah. So for me, I think that characterized how at risk we are in the world, just yeah, as people. Yeah. yeah. I think as interracials in South Africa, more so, but just generally. Yeah. So so I think we just we humans and our time on Earth is finite. Sure. Um, and I think I've been reminded about that a lot more. You know, in my work, I used to work far, drive long distances. Um, Bethany's worked in settings that were, I think, quite dangerous or mm. could have been potentially dangerous. Sure. Um, but I think, yeah, God just continues to hold us in his hand. Um, and I think it's when you realize, you know, sometimes you wake up and you're like, is there a reason why I'm on earth? Mm. And you just think of all the settings that you've been put in or protected from. Sure. And I can't really like put mine to why I'm here, but looking at that grace and that protection that provision you know I th- I, it has to be there and i think god will reveal it mm. um and not only individually but i think with the two of us mm. uh that's yeah it's it's been quite a beautiful thing to witness i think sure yeah it's good man praise the lord for that mm. and for you both 
Um, so mine would unfortunately have to be racism. So I think obviously being married to a black guy, I've had to deal with racism that I thought was never there. Sure. I thought I was from a very Christian, very open-minded family um, that believed, like you said, all all men and women were made in God's image. But yeah. there's subtleties that we grow up with in this country. And I think just generally, it's a worldwide phenomenon, fortunately. Yeah. Um, and I've really spent the last three years challenging my perceptions about race. And it's not just towards one particular race, I think. Yeah. And I think in the last couple of months, I've actually realized it's not necessarily a race thing, it's a difference thing. I think we struggle with humans we struggle as humans with difference. Sure. Um, and I think particularly for someone like me who likes things to be very this way or that way. Black and white. <laughs> I don't want to say that because it's very politically charged. <laughs> I struggle with the the idea that we actually can all be, I don't even know how to explain it. Like we, we it's not that we all equal. I know that. It's it's that there's it can be organic relationships despite sure. us being so different. Sure. Um, and I think that's been quite a challenge for me. And then seeing God in that um, and realizing that that's what God's blueprint for this world is actually mm. is He's given us all different giftings. He's given us different abilities. He's given us different cultures. Culture is a gift mm. from the Lord. Sure. Um, and we need to use that for His kingdom. And I think it's stepping back and saying, it's not really about me. Yeah. It's actually, there's a bigger picture here. Yeah. And I I need to deal with my issues and I need to move forward. And obviously the Lord will give me the grace that I need to do that, but I then need to move forward and work towards his kingdom and get over my issues and my perceptions. Yeah. Um, so that's been quite a challenge for me, I think, um, and definitely something that the Lord is still working in sure. my heart. So, yeah. yeah praise him and we'll pray for that as well mm. yeah yeah i mean like i think for me you guys like hit um like two birds with one stone obviously so marriage is a picture of how god loves the church mm. and ultimately we see that um uh, that when jesus comes back he's coming to get his bride and that's his church and mm. him and his bride will be together forever uh, but the second thing is in Revelation, just all those tribes and nations and people from different backgrounds mm. coming together. You know what I mean? So mm. I'm like, in your marriage, we kind of see those two things mm. at one time. You know, we see how Christ loves His church, uh, but at the same time, we see cultures and backgrounds coming together, mm. worshiping this one King uh, for for what He's done for us on the cross. Um, and so that's that's pretty dope, man. And I think it's something we should be fighting for mm. um, and something we should be uh, encouraging other people uh, to get into if they're called into that as well. You know mm. what I mean? I was in Zambia in December and the like, this would not be a thing. Like, it's really? Like, yeah, it's like, <laughs> I think South yeah. Africa is probably like the only African country that's like racially charged. Because okay. um, I, I spoke to Zambians, Ugandans, even Malawians. They're like, yeah, there's racism, but it's it's not like your guys. You know what I mean? No, so, guys, yeah, it's like, yeah. It's like you, you guys, you guys breathe this stuff. You, you, <laughs> you, you live it. You know what mm. I mean? We just read about it and hear it. And we, we might see it there or there, mm. but it's not, as as crazy because they don't mm. have like the kind of history we had mm. um and so i think god in his sovereignty saw it fit 
that he would use us mm. to mm. to fight for this picture you know mm. what i mean so i think even as your kid comes because they're going to look different from both of you, mm. you know? <laughs> yeah you know what i mean so <laughs> it's like <laughs> um and so it's it's more reason for us to be like yo man this is how the kingdom of god is mm. and that's what it looks like and we should be fighting for that um speaking of other people any advice you have for for people who <laughs> are struggling with interracial relationships people who are afraid of getting into into uh, racial relationships don't do it <laughs> <laughs> yeah because of family because of friends yeah. um what what would you guys say to somebody who's watching this and they're like yo i think your story is dope but not for me man like <laughs> I, I love somebody who doesn't look like me but i'm just uh -huh. too afraid of getting into it or somebody who's like yeah you guys are going to hell like why did you mix races uh -huh. yeah sure so um, I think one of the biggest mistakes I made in the beginning of our relationship and what I would encourage people to avoid doing is making your interracial relationship political. So sure. that's what I did. And I think there was huge pressure to then live up to that. Um, so when people would share opinions or disagree or whatever, or make snide comments, I would just freak out. And it became a massive... A massive thing i think it took away a lot of my peace and a lot of my joy in our relationship as well sure um and i think over the years i've definitely i think the lord has softened my heart and i've realized it's, it's not a political statement um, our relationship is not a political statement we love each other and we've chosen to be together and that kind of trumps everything mm. um and I think people see that because then they see that it's genuine as well. Um, they they don't, yeah, you, you can actually have quite an organic conversation with someone because mm. it is a, a genuine relationship and they can see that. Um, so I definitely would encourage people not to try do this in their own strength. Um, <laughs> and no, you really, it is love and it, it love does, Trump or at the end of the day sure. and I think it's cliche but that is that is what the yeah it's a gift that the Lord has given us and we need to realize that thanks yeah. yeah sure now I think you hit the nail on the head maybe the only thing I'd add um two things one I think when you're pursuing a long-term relationship with someone there's certain things that have to be there first in your head and in your mind in your heart sorry um and that is regardless of race. Uh, it's like Bethany said, it'll be difficult, you know, if you lived on the same street growing up, but your families did things differently, you'll have issues. Sure. Um, so you have to, you must ask yourself, do I want to spend my life with this person, period? Yeah. Is God at the center? Is this something he's leading me towards? Um, and then everything else then I think flows out of that. But the important things, like the core things have nothing to do with race, but race will have an influence down the line sure um, i think that's an important thing to say the second thing i think as people um i'll say as south africans but i think as people i'll challenge the greater community i don't know how to phrase it but i challenge people to pursue relationships out of your comfort zone in general mm. and i don't just mean romantic relationships i think if you have the opportunity to travel god willing do that um but mm. also within your within your sphere um, I think there's very few workplaces and schools now that are unintegrated to an extent. Um, and I think we still tend to keep into our silos, sure. hang out with the black guys, you know. Mm. Um, I think what 
being exposed to not only Bethany, but more the people around her, her brothers who have become my brothers, her family members, and just people mm. outside of my sphere. That's actually what's, I think, changed my thinking, what's challenged my heart, um, and just put me in a different a different space as a South African. Sure. Um, and I think that's what I would encourage people to do more so. Um, and if you fall in love with someone that looks different, then that's also awesome. Mm. Um, but I think the the pursuit of difference and embracing difference, and that's not going to be easy. Um, and I think that's part of the the growth that the Lord wants for, of us, mm. you know, to to be in settings where you may not have the right vocab, you yeah. may not know what's the appropriate <laughs> joke, um, but that's sure. actually how we grow in, in loving one another. And I'm still challenged to this day, you know, I still struggle in certain circles, yeah, yeah. but I think that's part of the beauty of, of being a child of God. Uh, yeah sure no that's good man really appreciate that um and thank you again for inviting us into your home um and sharing your story with us and i i do pray and hope that it was an encouragement for somebody who's watching this um and hopefully you guys are encouraged and if you have questions again please do leave them on the comment section or send us an email um but Please check out all the other stuff that we have on the website um, and uh, follow us on our social media as well. Um, from us and our lovely interracial couple. <laughs> <laughs> is, is it just like, is it boring now that people call you that? Because it's like, you, like, she's just your wife. It's like different <laughs> shades of new. So, okay. like, so when you mentioned it, when yeah. you spoke to us, I was like, yeah. oh. Yeah, By yeah. the way, we're interracial. Then it, it all <laughs> yeah, becomes yeah. a new again. Sure. Yeah. No, that's cool, man. Thank you guys again for joining us. Thank um, you. And, and, and allowing us to invade your space. Um, so from us, grace and peace, man. We'll see you on the next episode. <laughs>